Two Cheek Stocking Drag. And We're so excited and we can't wait to show you our thoughts on RuPaul's Drag Race UK. Can I get an amen? Amen. Where my people are? Where, <laughs> where my, my people <laughs> Gotta wear my sequence gown. Anyway. Anyways, uh, just so you know, you guys, there is some spoilers ahead and there always will be. Watch for spoilers. Exactly. So what I suggest you is to go home, check out your RuPaul Drag Race on BBC iPlayer and then come to us. And then tell us what you think. Because yeah, you're feeling mm -hmm. fruity and I hope you're feeling fruity too. Always feeling fruity. 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 Strawberries. Hello, my name is Anna. And my name is Gabby. And welcome to Chicks Talking Drag. Wow, so we have so much to talk about today because this is like a very eventful episode. And uh, to start with, we finally have a reading challenge because what? Reading is fundamental. Can I get an amen? And I'm like, if I know these British queens, they're going to be savage and they're going to Stick a dick right up your ass. Oh, in, in and indeed. there was many a cock in our ass. <laughs> yeah. Many. We felt the savagery. It radiated. My God! Like even the people you didn't expect, they delivered. And to be honest, there was no one that you really didn't expect it from. Uh, let me put it this way: it's better than the last three reading challenges we've had in the US. Oh, versions. absolutely! Like hundred percent. I wouldn't say that the the reads were like hilarious, although I really enjoyed Blues. But more on that later. But no. I will say that they were savage, which is the point of reading. Yeah, exactly. So they always gave you a burn. I felt like I needed some Gaviscon to cure my heartburn because I felt burn after that performance. So then, so first of all, we start off with a bag of chips and she's like, pass me the bitch brew. And she goes on to read Cheryl. Yeah, but I think about Bagger that she had some punchline. She wasn't very, very funny. No, but I, I did like her comment on Blue where she said... You look like a cross between Casper and a ghost and a red boy. And then Blue was like, what's a red boy? And we were all equally confused. And the producers told them that it's a, male, it's a male prostitute. <laughs> and then Blue goes, she's not wrong. She's not wrong. Then we have Davina, which started with Bagashai, which kind of became like a recurring joke for Baga. Yeah. And uh, she also had something to say about the Vivian. Nothing too spectacular. In fact, like, she's even in production, the cuts was like, she says something, yeah, but next. Next. Cheryl. I, I thought, she, yeah, this bit, it got funny. Because <laughs> she um, imitated Davina and she was like, my favorite show that you did was the Grand National. And then she goes, nay! Well, not as outrageous as that, obviously, yeah. but I'm not a horse, so I don't know how to imitate a horse. And she was neighing. And then uh, we have a Cheryl also talking about blue when she basically said that she paints her uh, innocent face every single day. And that apparently that's her best makeup job. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then Vivian uh, basically uh, describes Cheryl as a touristy hole. Thirsty battered hoe. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like, okay, you're not just a thirsty hoe, you a battered hoe. You went to Scotland and you became a mom's bomb. <laughs> and then Crystal. Uh, that was a harsh read. Oh, yeah. She was like, your lifeless. 
stiff and I could see right through you. I was like, oh, child. Burn. And then Chris still says that the Viviani is proof that you can polish a turd. Which I thought was funny. It was hilarious. That was a good line. She, she was... Um, she was not bad, but yeah. I, I thought that Blue did the best because Blue goes um, to Cheryl Hall. We know you look up to Alyssa Edwards. You got the dancing. You got the outrageous personality, the overbite and the back rolls. And, we were, like, and we were like, oof, child. Back rolls? But you know what was even funnier? She, um, <laughs> when she walks up to Bagger, would you she like to take it away? Oh, my God. So she says... And she goes to Baga and she's like, oh, your makeup is terrible, basically. And then puts up a paper bag on her face. I think she which never looks so good. Oh, my she God. amazing. And, like, and, uh, men, and quoted, basically, Baga saying, much better. Which was hilarious. So, I, I'm judging from this beautiful performance and how much uh, RuPaul was laughing, I thought Blue had won the mini challenge, but it but, turned out Crystal had. Yeah, exactly. Which wasn't expected. I thought it, but I thought Blue should have won that. Yeah, exactly. But then we get to the exciting segment of the night and that is girl bands two girl bands so, so breakup sequel yeah exactly so the song that they were given is breakup parenthesis bye bye and uh, they are in charge of lyrics styling and choreography and mnek is the producer which is really exciting oh yeah such a lgbtq plus icon yeah and i feel like it's the english daughter cool yeah is yeah. except um not as sassy Oh, no, well, we did discover his, he can be sassy. He can be sassy, but on this particular episode, not so much. Well, he was fairly polite. Todrick would have been more like pulling punches. Yeah, but Todrick has been doing it for quite a bit. <laughs> That's very true. So then we have the two girl bands. Obviously, as Crystal won this challenge, she is the team captain. And she chooses Viviane. And she also chooses Cheryl. And they become the field harmony eventually. Yeah. So Crystal explains her reasoning behind her choices for the girl band. She says, I chose Viviane as she smashed in challenges and can sing. And then she said that she chose Cheryl as she can dance. And then we're like, but Crystal, what can you do? Let's find out. She's skinny. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's, it. that's what the Viviane said. <laughs> She's <laughs> uh, But uh, Crystal goes, oh, well, I'm going to be a fierce rap slag. I was like, okay, you do you, girl. Yeah, I did okay. find the names that they were coming up with quite funny. I liked the sound of Little Minge, Shit Kitten. Oh, and yeah. Eventually, they went for Phil Phil Harmony. And then... Eventually, we discovered that, that the three le- uh, girls left behind, Baga, Blue, and Davina, were put together by Crystal because she said that she never expected that they could work well together. Well, little did she know that the frog destroyers were going to defrock their balls. Exactly. Also, I've, I realized that we're finally getting into actual uh, drama drama and talk behind it they're starting the scheming mm-hmm. they're scheming their schemes behind they, the group and the choices they're literally trying to put each other off so one person will win so then we have uh, Davina Bagger and Blue and th- some of the names they were coming up with was really making me laugh you've got Breastony Child yeah, yes Nuclear Pussy I personally liked that oh uh, yeah that's an uh, take on Atomic Heat thing it, wasn't it exactly and then eventually they chose the Frog Destroyer. Which actually is, actually worked out really well for them because they destroyed the competition. I mean, they did. 
But we're getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah they did. <laughs> so then we, we get to the discussions between the groups and they're like, um, Crystal is doing the, the rap and then Vivian is nervous and she's the only singer in the group. Yes. Because Cheryl's a dancer and Crystal is there. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I actually I actually like Crystal, to be fair. I actually do like her, but yeah, maybe not the best challenge for yeah, her. Yeah, no, absolutely. But uh, let's talk um, a little bit about the other team because I feel like... Well, the, the other team were like... They thought that Crystal would be upstage because she can't sing yeah, and dance, exactly. and it turned out that she was right. So <laughs> then we get into the studio with MNK, yeah, which turned like what I liked about MNK today is the fact that he was honest with the people and he was so easy to talk to. I feel especially yeah, like with yeah. the Vina or uh, with um, the Vivian. But let's go from the first team that actually gets. Yeah, so first of all, so first of all, we have Crystal's team. And from the get-go, it's set up that pretty sure the other group's gonna win. <laughs> uh, Vivian forgets her words. Her verse is good, but she can't remember half of what she's saying. And uh, she cannot spell break. Mm, she cannot spell break. She keeps spelling it as brack. Brack. Which Braca. I guess could be the Liv- Liverpool version of saying break, break. Break. A break. Break. A break. So she's gonna break something. <laughs> Something's gonna break. So there was a little bit of stumbling there, but then. MNK? MNK was like, learn how to spell, sis. <laughs> and then we bring in Cheryl, and as Cheryl quite rightly said herself, she was the Beyonce of this particular group. Absolutely. She stole the scene from she the get go. She had a really fun rap verse, it made me laugh. The Essex accent was great. Yeah, exactly. And she had added all that ad-lib stuff, which is basically was mentioning the fact that she was from Essex and she was a fun girl to be around. Exactly. And the issue with that is that, unfortunately, whoever would follow her next would really pale into comparison. Yes. And unfortunately, that was Crystal. Crystal. <laughs> so there was a line that Crystal said in her verse. And she was trying to sing it and... And Mindy K was like, no, no. girl, <laughs> please don't. <laughs> she was like, maybe I'll see you in the next life. And MK was literally like speechless. Like, <laughs> I, I, I don't even know what to do or say here. I was like, I mean, it's not the worst yeah. thing I've ever heard. But, but she basically was, said rap because it can't sing. Yeah, which worked amazing. out better for her. Yeah, absolutely. Still didn't work out. I mean, it still didn't work but out, but it worked out in that sense. Yeah, and then, absolutely. you know, Cheryl said, Established from this studio performance, I am the Beyonce of the group, Vivian is Kelly, and then Crystal's Michelle, Michelle. and no one wants to be Michelle. (laughs) People do forget about Michelle. Poor girl. She was good. I remember, right? she, you know she what started. I remember her from? Season one of RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> when she came as a judge. <laughs> yes. God. That, those were the times. And when she cried at the the lip sync that was going on. Oh yeah, because they were singing they the were We singing Break the Dawn. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it was uh, on Dinah. Exactly. Oh my God, that was great. But we're getting ahead anyway, of it. So then we yeah. get to Bagger's team and she can sing. Girl can sing. She's funny. She she's, coming, she's coming across as sassy and fierce and I love it. Her, uh, I would say that the note was a bit off at that point, but yeah. they're rehearsing, but the lyrics are good. So I'm living. 
Blue, um, and Blue actually surprised me. Absolutely. <laughs> she was funny. She said she doesn't sing. The only time she sings is in the shower in the car. I, I actually thought she was quite in tune, to be honest. Yeah, exactly. And Davina. The, the, let's talk about Blue's ad libs, though. <laughs> Which he was like, okay, come out with some ad libs. He's like, despunk my balls. <laughs> Well, I'm doing it in a Northern Irish accent. I can't do it in that accent. I cannot speak in any other accent. Do you fuck my heart? No, that was terrible. <laughs> it was funny. And then, as you said, Davina. Davina came through because she had the rap verse, right? And everyone was like, oh, Davina. I thought you were going to sing. Yeah, exactly. As she can sing. She was doing whistle tone like Mariah Carey. Oh Would you my. like to attempt to whistle tone? Wow, that was beautiful. Oh no! <laughs> so uh, we get to the core uh, aspect of the challenge, and we discovered that Cheryl is gonna be taking over um, the choreo aspect of her, which makes sense considering she's a dancer and also she does tributes to girls a lot of the time. Yeah. So, and that's where her name comes from Cheryl Cole, Cheryl Cole. Exactly. You know the gist. And on the other side, there's Davina taking care of the choreo. And so how do you, what do you think about their... Because we get to discover they have different ways to teach. Well, I definitely think that Davina had the right approach to choreographing um, the dances because she made sure that everyone could follow it. She didn't make it too difficult. So they were all in sequence. They all, all could put their own personality and spin on it. Whereas Cheryl was like, if you don't pick it up, well, tough tits, because I'm going to be the best, basically. And I'm basically. like, okay, there's a little egomania happening here. I was like, but you do realise, Cheryl, that if no one is following the choreography, it's all going to go tits up. up. Yeah, exactly. Like, and then uh, we got to the workroom and discovered that the Venus team is going to do their own costume. And uh, the other team feel threatened and say... Oh well, you're brave, but this is where we start to see that um, um, the cookie starts to crumble. And the cookie crumbles, the hot pot explodes. Yeah, exactly. and the volcano erupts. Erupts, yeah, exactly. That's where we have some fights. And actually, we were expecting some some of them to unfold during attack, but that, that did, did not happen. happen. So <laughs> and then, and then, in response to them saying, "Oh, that's brave that you're making your own costumes," Blue's like. Well, we have reveals and we are bloody slags. So, and Crystal was like, well, to be honest, I don't actually see you guys working together well. And we're just like, oh, let me sip this ginger and lemon tea right now because this is some hot teas being spilled right here. Then yeah. we get to the workroom banter during Elimination Day and uh, as per like usual... Yeah, actually it doesn't turn out to be banter, it turns out to be another debate on political issues and social discussion. And yeah, exactly. And I, we're I, all appreciate, for it. I appreciate it. So the topic of choice is bullying. I myself have been bullied. Myself like, as well. So I was always taught that I was different and I was bullied for a multiple number of reasons, my appearance being one of them. And oh. many uh, family background being another. But anyway, yeah. So I really resonated with the stories that they were sharing. And Davina is literally like a wise owl. Oh, as per usual. Educating the children and the masses. Like, she spoke Speaking about... Speaking to the church. Exactly. Talking about this act that, of course, Margaret Thatcher... Of course it was Margaret Thatcher. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which is called... Uh, Section 28. Which uh, basically says, 
shall not that local authority shall not intentionally promote homosexuality or push material with the intention of promoting homosexuality or promote the teaching in any maintained school of the acceptability of homosexuality as a pretended family relationship. Which basically means that so people like Davina who were constantly get bullied, he caught, he got called a fag a lot, he was beaten and shoved. The teachers could not step in and implement any measures because this act stopped them from doing so. Yeah, exactly. And you know what is disgusting? That this act was literally enforced until two, the 2000s? Yeah, like, until the early 2000s. That's, that's crazy. Yeah, exactly, because that's the reason. Like, even though it's 20 years ago, that meant that like I was seven, people... I was seven years old when this this act got put into uh, got taken, yeah got taken down. But that meant that all the generation before us didn't have the opportunity to actually live a life in which you go to school. Yes, you're bullied because I've been bullied for being born black. Like that's right. something I cannot control. But I've been bullied a, a lot for a long time because of that. Yeah, and um, at least now. Kids can go to school, yes, be bullied, but also be defended. There's people that can actually defend them from this bullying. Like, thank goodness we actually have more rights put into place to protect everyone. Our, yeah, not just everyone. the LGBTQ community, but everyone. And as Davina said, like, this amendment was literally put in to erase gay people entirely. Yeah. And remember what Davina said when she said her existence is a fact. Yeah. You know, you don't get that validity as a gay person, um, but which is why Davina got into teaching. And this is another layer of Davina that we're just slowly peeling back, like yeah. an onion, and it's beautiful. She, she can do everything. And she said that she's worked with some of the roughest kids. She remembers when she was walking, um, she was working in, in one school. It was like a really rough, like rundown school. And one of the girls called uh, him a fag and walked out of the room and everyone was shocked on his behalf. And then he had these like beautiful happy tears because he was like, and now look how things have changed. Like there is so much acceptance now. There's not that struggle that I had as a kid. Yes, obviously there is still bullying and people still get bullied because of their sexuality or the way they look or whatever. But it, it's not something that is as prevalent as it was back then. And it's very beautiful to see that things yeah. are starting to fall into place. As she said, whether you believe in something or not, I live and I am here. And I'm like, wow, the amount of quotes I'm getting from Davina about life, girl. Yeah, Davina is the keeps that keep on, keeps on giving. It was Davina. beautiful. So then we, we get, get to, to the, the runway. Mama Rusa been legs for days. With a new mini dressing badge with purple diamond appliques. And I love that 60s buffoned hair. Gorgeous. Oh, she was amazing. Like, I am so envious about the fact that she's like seven foot. She's and I'm better like, legs than I have. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm 5'2. Like, my legs are shorter than my body. That's so, emotional. I know. I have long legs, actually. I know. I but I'm shorter. I'm short. I have a short torso, so it still means I'm short. <laughs> <laughs> so it's okay. So then the runway theme is announced, and it's a day at the races. Also known by or renamed by 
me as Royal Ascot Eleganza because hashtag Epsom Derby. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what we're serving tonight. And then we get to the exciting part that we finally see the group performances come into play. And we start with Vivian's group. Thank goodness we start with Vivian's group because then we see the beauty that comes after. But yeah. It's like she, uh, she fig- uh, so she fig- forgets her words. Yeah, filth harmony is more like uh, uh, scramble potatoes <laughs> and eggs. I don't know. Yeah, scramble harmony. <laughs> harmony scrambled. Filth <laughs> yeah. scramble. Like the you, song. You take your pick. Oh my god, uh, the, the song was great. The the song was it's good. Sound. Was good because we have greatness after the song right. was good. The it's they just wasn't syncing their movement. Uh, like Crystal sounded like two seconds uh, delayed every single time. And like RuPaul said, sounded like she was beaming in via satellite, which I thought <laughs> yeah. was funny. So uh, the thing is, like with Vivian, like she can actually sing. She did sound good. She just forgot half of her words, and she and wasn't she, at full of energies while while dancing. Like if she you was, see the line. yeah, she was very lackluster, which is very surprising for her because she's normally really good. Yeah, exactly. And then um, you have Cheryl who. AKA Beyonce comes in, or the Essex Beyonce, let's say. Yeah, exactly. And actually does the damn thing. She, yeah, the, the moves are right, the verse is good. The issue is because the group is not cohesive, that nothing is coming out together again. Too much. But, yeah, which is not a bad thing for her, but it is a bad thing she for everyone else. So, yeah. Exactly. So she goes, I'm not a basic hun, which I thought was pretty funny. And she like she's enunciating them vowels. She's making sure you be looking at her hips. She good girl, she good. And I then, enjoyed her performance. Oh yeah, absolutely. And then next up we have the Frack Destroyers, which were Don't forget about Crystal. Oh, I forgot, but it's like she wasn't even there. I swear to God. Yeah, but can I say, I actually thought that Crystal's um, execution was better than Vivian's, because at least she remembered her words. Oh, yeah, but still. It wasn't as bad as I thought, but yeah, it wasn't the best. (laughs) It wasn't the best. I literally forgot about her. Yeah, you see? So, it's clear to see that both Vivian and Crystal were outshined by Cheryl, and then Cheryl literally shablams it, bam, the performance is over. Now I was like, yeah, the other group is definitely going to win now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so then we go to Bagger's group. Oh my god, Bagger's group. And Bagger begins the proceedings. She, as always, is hilarious. She's, she's getting that verse up in the grill. She's like... I'm going to take it up the ass. But instead of saying ass, she's like, ah, which I thought was funny. Uh, To be honest, I would say that all of them were on par with each other. They all melded together very effortlessly. What you noticed with the other group was how out of sync they were. And even the costumes were not cohesive. Yeah. Like Like, Vivian was wearing this pink hair. Uh, and they were not wearing the same type of outfit, the same colors. Whereas in Bagger's group, they were all coming together, they were synchronized, the movements were right, the dancing was good, the energy was there, so much energy. Yeah, and exactly. Blue did a very good job. I and considering that we together the costumes uh, the day before, it was well, well made. It was very appropriate for Halloween, actually. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Ironically. Yeah, the, uh, I say the choreography from D- v- Davina was very good. Blue executed it very well as well. Yeah. She, she had funny bits. And she all was the funny one, like, in the way she would, 
she moved. I don't think people expect Blue to be funny, but she's hilarious. She's yeah, hilarious. exactly. I think she's like a Trinity, the Doug Taylor. You don't expect yeah. her to be funny, but then she comes through. As she's that. not just a look queen. She does comedy. Yeah, and absolutely. then D- Davina comes in, and then she literally goes into the splits. I'm like, that's not bad for a 40-year-old. Yeah, girl. exactly. I cannot then, split, and I'm 25. Right. Then she's, she starts like rapping, and then she goes into that whistle tone ad-lib, which was fierce. My God, like not even Mariah Carey or Ariana Grande. Like, I think some there's something about Davina that we we're still not getting. Like, it's literally different every challenge. And by the way, I liked how they ended the performance by licking a banana at the end. That was funny. Yeah, they were like Charlie's Angels they instead were... of having guns. They had bananas. Yeah, exactly. Don't promote gun violence. Promote bananas instead. Although you're allergic to them. Yeah, no. So not for you. Not for me. But I'll, I'll lick the banana. And, and then, then we get to Royal Ascot Eleganza, <laughs> as named by Gabby. Yay! To be honest, like we're going to gloss over this bit and just get to the people that really shone on this runway. Because they Which were some are? basic bitches. Three. Exactly. Bagger. Blue. Blue. And Davina. Oh my god, Davina. Let's go. Gorgeous. So first of all, we start with Bagger, who, by the way, this is the best she's looked all season. She's given you yellow carnation bloom head realness. Yeah. She's serving good head. She <laughs> But it's literally like a Liz Taylor moment. I love that yellow mini dress. Kind of like a like a, a nod to the queen, but a more beautiful version. <laughs> a With younger version. A younger version. And then she's got that beautiful satin yellow like um, bow. And she oh, looks glorious. And the yellow she... glitter lips. And I was like, wow. Baga, yeah. you did me proud. Uh, yeah. yeah. You don't expect glam from Baga. But, but then... she gave glam. Oh Girl gave fish. She served it on a platter. Basically. A sunshine platter. <laughs> like, <laughs> like a fresh tilapia. And next up, we have uh, Blue. Blue basically came through with this uh, jumpsuit, blue jumpsuit, and the headpiece that was literally a horse. And I realized that Blue loves a red um, signature look because she had the signature lip in red. And then Mm -hmm. the headpiece had this uh, design that marked the the horse head. And the horse head was... A, a shade of blue and a shade of white, uh-huh. that which oh my god! And then there was these ornaments in red. It was beautiful. And of course, it was blue because blue hydrangea. And it was glitterati till Gorgeous. the end. Oh my god! Beautiful. And then next, at the end, we have the Vina. Wow! Who delivered? Like literally, we had to stop and rewind it back because, because of the shoes, oh which were meant to emulate like. A horse's hoof and I didn't notice it until you pointed it out you were like look at it right now and I was like oh my god where's the heel it's gone it was glorious she literally as you said I said she looks like a jockey you said yes. yeah mixed with a horse exactly it was literally. like literally a mix because like the she was wearing a helmet Hamilton, yes. and she was wearing this harness or a uh, mouth guard sorry guys she was wearing this mouth guard and that's like horse jockey and then the whole outfit was a jockey but then the hoof it was oh my god it was beautiful I liked liked the pastel colors and I like really like how she represents something different each time so 
It's, it's not. Like, it's not like just glamour every time. It's literally. Like, there's always an element of weird with her looks, which I like. Personally. Yeah, she kind of pushes the boundary of what can be glamorous. Exactly, and I never saw a jockey as being glamorous. But there you go. And then, then we get to the critiques. Oh God. So literally is similar to what we've said. But what I, the only thing I really wanted to point out was about them praising Cheryl because oh, yeah. she's upset, not because she's. Um, thinks that she's done a bad job, but she's upset because she feels like she's been flatlining all season long, but she feels happy that she did well. Yeah. Um, and, like, she can't get over, over it because it. girl bands are really her thing. And, hello, she has a tribute band as yeah, well. So we get to the Antak. And this was a very emotional Antak. Uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so many emotions this episode. And finally, we see Vivian as a human being. Yeah, as as Davina says, Davina's like, you know, I really prefer this more vulnerable, more human, less perfect side of Vivian, and I agree. Yeah, because absolutely. Vivian comes across as, as a hard bitch. and bitchy. I mean, I like Vivian, but she oh, doesn't. Yeah. She doesn't come across as particularly likable. But you see that you know sometimes it's a front, and even actually she was very nice to the girls in this episode. Oh in, yeah, in the in the untucked part, yeah, I should absolutely. say. But uh, she was very nice on the last untuck as well. So yeah, I think she is more emotional that she allows herself to be. Or maybe it's the cocktails. Also that. <laughs> maybe it's the cocktails. <laughs> what what I wanted wanted to say though was, you know, um, they noticed that. Crystal is also upset as well. Crystal goes to speak. By the way, she has a beautiful Mexican sombrero floor print outfit, yeah. which is pretty cool. But anyway. But she didn't do as well as the people the, that we mentioned. So. Exactly. So, and then Cheryl just goes on to this, like, five-minute spiel about girl bands and how much she loves them and they're her life. And I'm just like, girl, this poor girl is crying in the corner and you're, like, yes. just talking about yourself. What are you and doing? Someone should have told her to stop. If, that, if, that, if that was me, I would have said something. Yeah, in a yeah, nice way. Shut fuck up. I would have been like, um, she's crying. Can you let her cry? <laughs> and ask her if she's okay. And then eventually one of the girls does yeah, say Davina. yeah does say and How then Crystal finally gets a moment then we get back to the main stage after they've had their deliberation for the first time in drag race history is a group win and we're like you know what I'm not mad at them no absolutely they did well and also they're not winning a, tro- a trip anywhere it's just a repeat of ad <laughs> and I, I still find it so hilarious how every time <laughs> they just make it such a big thing they're like and you all get a repeat of ad and I'm like Wow! But this is the third win for Baga. Have you realized that? I know, I realized that. Her her jacket's gonna get heavy. Yeah, so we have Baga with three, then Vivian with two. Vivian with two, but also Davina with two now. Yes. And Blue with one. One, yeah. So competition's getting stiff. And the two people that are left in the bottom are Vivian and Crystal. And Cheryl is safe, and I'm like, Finally, are we going to get a good lip sync? Yes, we, we did. did. But here's a, here's a controversial opinion. And I'm not sure if you guys are going to agree with us. I actually think that Crystal did better in that lip sync. Uh, I, I guess. I guess. I'm not really sure. They, I I, so. they both did well. I guess um, that the fact that Vivian was like more canonical in her... In her lip sync, she had a different interpretation. But what I say, why I'm saying this, I thought Crystal did better is because she had more energy. And she, she was had a, a reveal. 
Yeah, um, she had a reveal, which was a good reveal. Yeah, that's so how yeah. you do a reveal, and and it was much better than her lip sync. Uh, last week, yeah, for sure. Really. But also, I like the movements she was making, the face she put in. There was much more movement. It was, yeah. and it fit with the song. But Vivian, I think, came through in the second half of the song. Yeah, when she got down to her knees and she was like, literally, like enunciating the vowels. I was like, I think she was trying to show that she's not forgetting her words this time. Yeah. Although there were some moments when she turned it away from oh, the yeah. screen, and I was like, she forgot her words. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> But uh, we I, get to the end, and uh, the Vivian wins. Crystal gets sent home. And to be honest, we both said that that was going to be the case because even though we might have thought that someone did better in that lip sync, she's already been in the, the lip sync. And uh, of also, and we have been a told, front runner as well. Yes, but Vivian mentioned during her presentation videos that she's a lip sync assassin. But was that a joke? We're going to find out. Exactly. So thank you very much, guys. And that's the end of the show. Absolutely. If I don't see you next week, I'ma kick your asses. And before we go, I just wanted to say, don't forget to catch RuPaul's Drag Race UK every Thursday at 8pm. Be there or be square. And if you're not there, I will wait outside your house with turd cupcakes. Where can I find it, though? But where can you find it? BBC or iPlayer? Sweet.